Hello and uh, welcome back, folks, to another Hard Truth with myself, David Vance, and Alana Mercer. Hi, Alana. Good to see you. Sad circumstances, my friend, but yeah. uh, there's no one I would rather discuss uh, the, the matters in Israel, what's unfolded unfolded there, the background, uh, than with you. So, yeah. Likewise, Alana, I've been really, I mean, as you say, I mean, it's horrible. The whole thing is awful. Um, but but again, it's about perspectives and it's about analysis. And I always think, actually, I don't know what you feel about this, but I think there's there's time for sort of rationality and calm heads because we see so much, and and it's not just over this, but we've seen it. You know, we saw it. You and I. Do you remember you and I, Alana, back in February 2020, 2022, when the whole we have a history, David. We we have we built up history together, yeah. And, and, and thanks for your warm thoughts. Um, you know, I don't like to appropriate grief, and I did grieve in '73 from a f- first-person perspective, as I was a young person living living in Israel. Um, uh, but but the grief is that of the, the people, the parents searching. Um, you know, and so Jews across the world, of course, and and. Everybody is just feeling terrible, and of course, the we we anticipate terrible casualties on both sides. Um, mm. Maybe I, can I just read something that I wrote in two thousand and three uh, about the seventy three war for my when yep. I was just um, the coda to it. Actually, um, the coda to the column was the lesson, which I guess is relevant today was that a brave nation fights because it must and a cowardly uh, nation fights because it can, which is what we're seeing in this ramp up with the neocons. But I wrote about the Yom Kippur War, uh, the 73 war, which um, I lived through was the Yom Kippur War, um, uh, Israel nearly lost. Uh, Israeli intelligence failed miserably. As As usually is the case, the kids paid the price. A few hundred youngsters were stranded on the border with no backup. Sh- uh, sh- echoes. Mm-hmm. The def- they defended their posts uh, heroically before being gruesomely slaughtered. Many were dismembered. When that war ended, Remembrance, Remembrance Day swelled to include another 2,523 casualties, but those were, were, were battlefield casualties. About one-tenth of one percent of the population was dead. Thousands more were wounded. The casualties on the Egyptian and Syrian side were 16,000. So yeah. Israel's yeah. already suffered a 1,000 dead. There's going to be more casualties on all sides. Very sad. Yeah. Well, okay. Let's let's have a few sort of um, talking points here. First of all, Alana, to, to the point you just mentioned, how on earth did Israel, Israel slash U.S. intelligence, Mossad, who could I would have thought if you know if a grasshopper had have been hopping along the border, uh, they would have picked it up. How the hell did they? How did they miss this? That is the most impo- important issue, and, and notice that uh, you won't you won't uh, hear anything about that. That's now is not the time. Now is not the time. But you know, speaking with family, especially a, a cousin, um, that was 
the only thing she had to say to me on, on the day I was writing my blog. By the way, this is not cheap electioneering um, because we're going to speak about how relevant this is to America mm -hmm. and Britain. Um, mm -hmm. The Kaholavan, the, the blue and white of Israeli flag, America, and a candidate, a candidate of sanity. So uh, this is not me being the mm. T-shirt is not cheap electioneering on such a solemn day, but I do feel that um, you know the powers that be are just ramping it up, just like they did um, after 9/11. So how did it happen? Well, let's let's um, let's just recap what happened. I mean, this was. A low-tech invasion, a massacre, a low-tech. Yeah. Um, you know, these barbaric people crossed uh, into seven, 17 regions of the Israeli south, uh, from Ofakim to Ashkelon, from uh, Magen to Zikim. It was just, they did that. They, they um, motorbiked, they paraglided, they bulldozed, and they motorboated by land and by mm -hmm. ocean. How did this happen? How did this uh, low-tech invasion um, catch off guard the most powerful military in the Middle East yep. among the 20th most powerful militaries in the world? And I think to anchor our discussion, I would like to talk about, I think you can, you can, you can finish my thoughts by this stage of our relationship, my friend. Treason. Can we say something about treason? Oh, yeah, we definitely can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but, but you know, because, you know, one, one of the worst takes on this that I've heard, Alana, is, oh, it's Israel's 9-11. It's Israel's uh, Pearl Harbor. Those are really bad takes for me because, you know, there's a lot of questions about those two historical events. And and and, and the thing is, and this is why I think we can provide a real useful function here in our hard truth, you and I, and particularly you, uh, given, given the background of this. You know, we do need to ask that we call this hard truths and we have to ask tough questions. And we do have to say things that maybe some people don't want to hear at this time, Alana, you know, because... The, the intelligence failure is so catastrophic that honestly, I don't think it's credible. It's, I don't believe it's it. Not. Do you? It's 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 we're we're going to break it down, you and I, as we bounce off each other Socratically, yeah. is is our way. Is I I ask you what you think, and then I get a truth, and and vice versa. But first of all, what we saw on October seven was the utter forsaking uh, by the state of Israel of its elementary most. Um, basic duty. Um, the, what is the obligation of government to its citizenry? Nothing more than to to defend their natural or God-given rights to life, liberty, and property. Exactly. Absolutely yeah. forsaken. Yeah. So um, now we have, you know, about 72 hours or, or more into it, we have, you know, top bananas at the, uh, at the Israeli Defense Force um, saying they got duped by Hamas. Hamas duped them. Well, um, is it the, ob blaming Hamas? Well, is it the obligation of a terrorist group to let the enemies know its, no. its mindset, its, its comings and goings? Um, I heard that and I heard um, a, a gentleman called Danny Danon speak to uh, BBC's Hard Truth uh, and say, what terrible characters Hamas are, though, of course, yes. Well, why didn't you defend against them? Yeah. Why did not did you not defend against them? So, 
if you Google what went wrong, you see uh, propagating talking points from um, the state, the Israeli state, and you see that all the patsies in the media, uh, left and right, have gotten the memo of not to touch this intelligence. But the people of Israel are not speaking like that. The first thing, um, I, I just want to tell you what my cousin said to me on October 7. Obviously, I wanted to know if she was okay. Yeah. She anchored me exactly because only the people that live through that, so many uh, other people, Jews, will appropriate their pain, but that's their pain. Mm. She said to me this, um, and all I know that she's the most, the, the dearest person, and it's the only one who shares my wicked kind of um, wit. Uh, I can be me with her, but yeah. she, I don't know if she's left or right, but she's truthful. She said, shock, betrayal, the crash of a dream. How could this happen? People are still without help or rescue. They turned to the media to call the army because there were terrorists in their homes and the yards. It took hours, and the situation has still not changed much. Total chaos. Mm -hmm. To my question, I posed the question to her, has not a war room been set up? Are not updates from the IDF and the PM's office a constant thing on the television? Her, her laconic answer, nope, um, nobody's talking to us. There is no point person to field questions and focus resources. Uh, civilians are doing the work of the military, of the army. It's the Wild West. Yeah, shocking a lot, isn't it, really? Absolutely, and and, and that was, that was uh, immediately, but then I think 48 hours into the, the invasion and the massacre, nothing had changed much. You mm. saw parents saying uh, they were getting uploads of their children in the morgue, but they didn't know where to go. Yeah, it's absolutely horrific. You know, the, the, but, but as you say, the fundamental purpose of any government, in fact, I would argue the only art purpose of any government, really. Absolutely, because you're a classically a classical liberal. Yeah, yeah. So, 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 so this is a huge failure on the part of Israel at that level, and yet, Alana, very, very few people are actually saying that. Everyone, I see the neocons, we get it here in the in Europe and the UK as well, that they're, they're just blithely swallowing the fact that, oops, Hamas, well, you know, low tech, yeah. Uh, I no, mean, yes, yeah. you know, it was low tech, it was, it just showed you that, um, Fancy AI-powered AI, uh, AI machine guns, mm -hmm. automated. They had gizmos on, on Gaza. And I covered that in 2008. I covered the fact that, well, if Hamas yeah. is so terrible, why have you got gizmos on, on, on the border? Um, in 2008, I wrote, um, I was quite impressed, but it is actually a scandal. Uh, Israel opted yeah. to deploy gizmos to Gaza, robo-snipers, instead of flesh and blood men and women, the nation's 19 and 20 year old soldiers were still deployed to the front, but virtually in front of a console. They sit at a safe distance behind computer screens, waiting on approval by a common commanding officer before pushing the kill button. Foolishly, Israel had largely automated the process of defense against Gaza. They created these auto kill zones, um, it's only a 60-kilometer border. And, David, basically, you defend hearth and home with military, with militia, men, whether it's in the neighborhoods or, or whether you deploy the military. 
men and women on the ground carrying guns and grenades. Um, that's what they did. They deployed gizmos to Gaza. Of course, Gaza is a seething uh, snake pit, whether it's because of uh, the cat catastrophic um, such, uh, you know, conditions in there that have created the people or vice versa. We can debate until we blew in the face. Mm -hmm. But the fact is that the borders are closed. Uh, Israel's borders are closed to the Gazans. Jordan's, Jordan doesn't want them. And Egypt. Speaking about, and Egypt has, uh, doesn't want the Gazans. Now, Gaza was handed in 2005 with the media, mm -hmm. with, with, with the, yep. the, the, the uproarious um, approval of the left, the Israeli left, um, and of course, Arik Sharon, who saved the day in 73. Arik Sharon was mm -hmm. a soldier of incredible bravery. When mm -hmm. he had rescued the country, was 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 gone in 73. When mm -hmm. um, the military amassed on all the countries surrounding Israel, yep. military yep. amassed, and the generals told Golda, it wasn't actually a fault. Recently, I read a book. It was in Hebrew. It was purported to be in Hebrew, but so has the language degraded that it was more Anglicisms than the language that I that I matriculated in and grew up in. But in yeah. any case, they explained quite well with with um, reference to primary sources that Golda, the Americans said that they're on the warpath. Um, all the armies were not amassed for a rave. It wasn't military maneuvers, but the generals did insist that Golda stay put. And Israel was almost overtaken, but Arik Sharon was just about literally to go into Cairo. He saved that country with his small um, band mm -hmm. of, of, uh, of incredibly brave. That's what you do. The, the, the Egyptians also fought incredibly bravely. Mm -hmm. um, they did not, the, the aim was the Israeli military, not civilians. Mm -hmm. um, but anyhow, they, they deployed. Now they've deployed gizmos to this. This. Uh... But I've got a question because I'm. You, I remember you and I talking about this many moons ago. The whole the, the the level of security at the border. But even even if it is people sitting behind a console somewhere, a video console, you know, and they're and they're watching the border, like Lana, what were they sleeping? Like like. Good question. I haven't, I haven't mulled that even over. I was just, uh, so, you know, something else. And actually, you know what I do? And you know me, I, I only care about truth. I'm not about the sides. And I, and I go to Fox News and I see the insanity. It is just all mm -hmm. over heaving for yeah. war, orgasmic yeah. for war and, and facts. Yeah. And I always sort of tilt to go to the left because the left seems to I'm a big fan of reporters like uh, Clarissa Ward. Wonderful. Mm -hmm. She's always just in the Middle East. She doesn't have uh, agendas. She's, she's a great reporter and a yep. rich angle. And um, actually, a very a woman whom I actually have despised, Simone, a, a, um, with Mr. Brennan, that traitor, um, mm -hmm. uh, Mr. Brennan, they were having an interaction about the intel intelligence on MSNBC. She was asking probing questions. And she said, well, I think the intelligence was compromised. And I said, she's got a point. Um, I believe that it's Israel is Hamas only, Hamas avoided uh, any plants. They avoided, obviously, anybody that might have looked like an Israeli infiltrator, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. chubby people uh, yeah. w w stabbing their mobiles. <laughs> they avoided mobile, they avoided texts. Yeah. Um, they, they, they did everything uh, 
they mechanized the whole thing. But 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 Israel, being such a cumbersome, politically correct, um, progressive country, probably recruits for representation. Be it um, mm, yeah. Um, yeah, isn't they not? They don't recruit for um, for merit any longer. So the likely that that uh, intelligence is compromised, heavily compromised, just like us. I mean, the FBI never gets it right. Um, mm. Mm. You know, the Russians warned us about Tsarnaev, but our FBI said nothing. By the way, the Egyptians had warned the Israelis. Did you I hear that? I, 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 and do you know something? I, I saw that. And when I put that out in social media, the first thing you instantly attacked and all, all I was saying is, look, the, the Egyptians are saying that they had provided a warning. And then comes a response. Well, how do you know that? I mean, you're just you're just parroting propaganda. And, and in, in, in this situation, you know, it's about asking questions. That's what it's about. And not swallowing the propaganda, um, Alana, because at the moment it's a, this is these moments we live through, unfortunately. Um, where the wave of propaganda is so massive, and you're being forced to to believe, you know, either believe everything or believe nothing, and and I don't like that at all, and I don't think it sits with our mindset. But our mindset challenged Ukraine and Russia, the whole narrative, exactly. challenged the COVID narrative, and this narrative makes me uncomfortable because there is this starting point of this. But it's just untrue. I mean, how on earth do you? You know, when when I graduated high school, I was a you know a teenager. Want and in in mm. those days we hiked, we went places. I uh, mm. with a boyfriend went down to Elat, and then we went on to Dahab, mm. which is has been returned to Egypt. You know, Israelis young people do that. These children were were at a rave, and there was no detail there, nothing. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is, I mean, is that an intelligence failure or just? It's it's despicable. It's absolutely despicable, and I think it, to normalise the fact that how many people have have died so far on the Israeli side? A thousand. I thought, yeah, I think it's going to be around a thousand. Might whole even families, whole families destitute, and even if you armed, you are not equipped to deal with machine guns and with murderous. Um, Oh no! Yeah. You, need, you need a, a military presence to to protect your your young, young ravers, beautiful people. Just going to celebrate peace and being mowed down like that. Yeah, yeah. The, the fact that I think there was about 250 of them. I mean, that's a massive number. Young people, as you, I mean, you and I, we were young once upon a time. You went and you went to these events and, well, we didn't have raves. You still, in my do. <laughs> you still do. <laughs> but, but, you know, like, it's just like, no, there's a particular malignant evil about it. The thought of, and I'll tell you something I saw. It's that, cowardly, you know, isn't it? It's cowardly. Oh, it's it's at, 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 at the very, that's being cowardly. But, to un, but David, to underestimate it is also cowardly. And I see, mm -hmm. um, I was quite, quite uh, absolutely terrified to see the neocons. We'll talk about the geopolitics a bit because I think yeah. the, the background, mm -hmm. the the um, all the currents that were going on between uh you know, Saudi Arabia, Israel, etc. We should, yeah, we should yeah, talk about yeah, that. Talking about, yeah, but, yeah. but see, um, you know, Mike Pompeo and Haley, uh, Nikki Haley, and and um, Lindsey Graham all calling for, uh, you know, going to war against Iran and blaming Iran. There is no good proof. Trust me. 
the Wall Street Journal, I say the Wall Street Journal manuf helped manufacture the case for war in Iraq, and they're doing the same thing again. Yep. They have Nobody has intelligence about this massacre of a 1,000 and more uh, mm. Israelis, but they have all the intelligence needed on Iran. Iran's behind it. Yep. They'll manufacture it, just like the left manufactured uh, intelligence uh, all over Trump. <laughs> Ridiculous well, stuff. So they'll manufacture intelligence, Dave. Yeah, they, they, they will. And again, one of the things that bothers me, me is we've seen um, all the governments, like, for example, in 10 Downing Street, obviously in Washington, around the world, flying the Israeli flag almost almost on, you know, on cue. And, and, and Mike, I, I get concerned about these things because they were flying the Ukraine flag not so long ago. Well, good lead, David. That's a good lead. Because I think you've touched on something, and it occurred to me exactly um, that the blush, of the, the, the rosiness of the Ukraine project is fading. Yes. And I don't even think yeah. the neocons are conscious of it. I think it's like an amoeba. They, they, they start reflexively yeah. reacting when yeah. war might be resolved, when, when that theatre yeah. is, is going to be... Um, you know, it's, the blush is off that project. Uh, they, they can see in the offing um, a ramp up against Iran for Israel. Yeah. Yes, you're absolutely right, and, and and as you say, it's so such a coincidence as the the famed Ukrainian counteroffensive comes to nothing, and it's ended in nothing, and they have not got the regime change in Moscow. All of a sudden, switch and bait. And and, exactly. and, then have, and again, that you know, you you got to wonder about these things about uh, the the timings of it. You know, the the timing of the complete lack of preparation of, of of intelligence. And by the way, the U.S. I'm sure has great intelligence as to what. You think? I don't. I'm not so sure. <laughs> I, don't really. I mean, when I look at the, the, when I look at how these. Um, you know, you think about it. I'm, I'm serious. They don't recruit um, for intelligence. They, the IDF is, is, you know, the, these people, these, these um, assets are not recruited for, for, for their abilities. They recruited. I mean, you've, you've seen uh, Jack Bauer, <laughs> yeah. very cute girls, but, but, and they love writing stories about Prague. I think all, all people like. Uh, you know, the, the person who supposedly um, yeah. met with Saddam Hussein to plan Iraq through Prague. Prague's very romantic to these people. Um, yeah, yeah they, they, they're more, they're engaged in the art of intelligence writing. I don't think they know anything of the old hardened, um, you mm. know, soldiers who actually did undercover and did intelligence. It's become more a, it's just an affirmative action job that the state the states is 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 a government i mean the the, the military is a government it's a form of government it, oh, it, right. yep. it, it treats like government it recruits like government uh it, it, you know uh, transsexuality is important um so yeah, i don't think they have good intelligence do you i i'm i'm not a conspiracy i think a is a if you're an idiot you're an idiot yeah, yeah, listen, I, I agree with you, Alana. I, I, I don't think there's much doubt in that. But but up until this point, and I know you've been a probably honourable exception, uh, most people just go with the line, listen, Israel's got the best intelligence. They are monitoring everything. And the one thing this has demonstrated is that they either didn't want to, mo to monitor it 
uh, or didn't suit other interests for them to monitor it. Do but you think maybe a very um, lazy, fat force? I mean, on the one side, you have you have um, you know you have savage, primitive um, primitivity on the side of the Hamas. Uh, and motivated by hatred and by their ide ideology. On the other hand, you have a sated, uh, Americanized society mm. that mm. is not doesn't doesn't have um, doesn't have that urge to defend itself. And let's talk about the internal the internal uh, dynamics in Israel uh, yeah. uh, that mirror the MAGA dynamics here. I mean, yeah. they they've had. Um, they have, I mean, America, in my opinion, maybe you can you can give me an account of that, to that. Maybe I'm too, you know, maybe I'm too biased in that way, but I believe that America imports the woke, woke worldview. Um, you see it everywhere, propagating to your country. Um, all yeah, over yeah. Europe, what, what, only Fr France has sort of said, no, we, we, we don't want this work stuff, you know. Mm. I mean, America exports the stuff. Uh, Satellite, does, yeah. Yeah. satellite states uh, like Israel imbibe it. Uh, the Israeli left is is extremely, um, you know, it mirrors the left here. Except that, I, to give them credit, they had demonstrations, which I thought it was against. They portrayed it, and all the media here portrayed it against. Um, it was uh, a, an attack on the judiciary. But what I saw there was that they had. Um, the Knesset simply reclaimed uh, parliamentary powers against a hyperactive woke jury. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. this was this was a, a, a huge point of contention for the Israeli woke. To give them the credit, they weren't discussing their orifices, they weren't um, burning burning down their country. Although yeah. they did did leave it, um, mm -hmm. the state left it to Hamas to to try and do that. Israeli Antifa is not that bad, but I saw the the division in in, in Israeli societies is mirrors a lot of the um, the impetus against MAGA in in America. Well, let me ask you this then. So, let's talk about the Israeli Prime Minister um, Netanyahu. Um, do you think he comes out of this emboldened or weaker? Oh, I think he was uh, missing in action for at least forty-eight hours, as far as I could could tell. Uh, he's an orator. He's got fans like Hannity who bless him. I think Hannity's a good man, but he's not too uh, cerebral to, mm. to to put it put mm. it uh, charitably. Uh, he has huge people who tend. I ha I'm a fan of nobody. Show me what you made of. Um, yep. That's why I'm ready to move on from Trump. I mm. loved him. I uh, naturalized because of him i wrote a book about him did, but yeah. i'm ready to move on and and so he, he um netanyahu has his fans he, he speaks very well he's educated at mit mm. um mm. so but i don't think he survives this he shouldn't survive this he shouldn't i i also think some of his rhetoric post the event i i question some of the things what's that... he been saying david well, I mean, for example, he was very keen to post videos of the onslaught then on Gaza itself, right? And he was posting loads of stuff here and saying lots of stuff. And, you know, it seems to me that, he, you know, he had, he had plenty of time to do something 
but instead, he, this happened, and then he starts theater. talking about it. It's theater. Theater, and, yeah. And, and yeah. suddenly, all the reserves, so everybody's ha heading to Gaza. So yeah, yeah. it yeah. is almost like, you're right, the rage of an impotent person, an impotent man. I mean, he showed the worst sort of uh, political impotence. Yeah. Um, he, yeah. I don't know any man. This has not happened in Israel, I mean, when, when we grew up, there were terrible incidents where they'd infiltrate. Literally, you, you could not prevent it. They'd infiltrate and ca carry out 14 people, children here in the north and, yeah. you yeah. know, that sort of thing. But we never had an en masse onslaught and a massacre to follow. And still nobody was, was, was going there. Nobody was – there was nothing happening. People were just frantically uh, – Dodging terrorists in their backyards. Yeah, I know, I know. And uh, uh, so yeah. he, he's an utter failure. He's an I think utter so. failure. Yeah. I, I, I think so. I, th I think that. And then, the, the, then the, the next thing is like, how do you think, Alana? We've seen the um, the bombardments now, the aerial bombardments of Gaza. We've seen those, and I suspect that Gaza. I, I, you said it in one of your one of one of your writings that. Gaza may well be, you know, pretty much leveled, or there'll not be that much left of it. But, but, but then I'm thinking to myself, um, yeah. See, I've got a problem with that, Lana, because see, I, I happen to think that all human life is valid, and if we don't want exactly, we don't. I don't want to see any life lost. I don't want to see certainly any. Well, you you want to see if if a military was courageous, they would. Do precision takeouts, but they don't yes. want to do it. You see, yeah. they'd, they'd they'd have their their sayeret, or that's their top 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 um, forces of the the, the the special ops. They would train for precision attacks and take out individuals, yeah. which you and I want them killed. We want all yes. those. We yeah. want those, those those people need killing. Oh yeah, but, but the the I absolutely agree with you, and, and thank you for bringing it up. The the the, the death toll that's going to happen in Gaza. It's, it's tragic. It's, it's, it, we, we, and, the, you know, you see the PR for for the justification of it. You see the sort of sort of um, people like Dershowitz reasoning so poorly. They will say, well, yes, Israel was aggressed against. It, it should retaliate. But the and they hide behind civilians. And Israel doesn't mean to kill, doesn't have mens rea, it doesn't have intent to kill civilians. But you do have intent. If you know that you're dropping daisy cutters or bombs or precision, they do try and be precise. But if you know you're dropping bombs into a civilian area, you already know that inherent in that is, is um, our casualties. Yeah. So you, exactly. you do know that you're going to kill. So you do have um, malice. Yeah, I, I, I think so. And I, I mean, I've seen some videos coming out of Gaza and there's some horrible stuff floating around in the internet and the social media that makes you not even want to be on it at the moment. But but ultimately, a dead uh, Palestinian baby is the equal of a dead Israeli baby. They're innocent children. And when I see this slaughter going on, I just think, Oh, you know, it's 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 wrong. I, I remember back back to 2005. I, I I was very much opposed to the giving, giving of, of Gaza. Yeah, I remember writing about it at the time, thinking this is wrong, this won't end well. 
And and then some people will say, and then, but then I wanted to put this one to you. A lot of people say, Especially, oh, yeah. David, sorry, when they dismantled um, people, settlers. Yeah, settlers, yeah. These were people who were living... Uh, peacefully, I, I oppose it when they're just, if they're terrorists against their peaceful Arab neighbors, we denounce that here on Hard, hard Truth. Absolutely. Yes. However, yes. these were people who were growing, who were providing jobs to Gazans. They, were, they had hothouses near Gaza um, when they evacuated. And in fact, the Gazans were given, um, you know, they have fertile coastal land, they have um, precious yeah. groundwater, and they have generous international assistance, but yet it went to the dogs of war immediately. Uh, the hothouses began hothousing Hamasniks. So, yeah, yeah, you're right. But I mean, you, you, you know, the, the, the thing is that um, it's not going to be helped by bombing them to oblivion. No, you, you, so. you would have to. You train these special ops people. These uh, they, they call us Sayeret in in uh, in Israel. You yeah. train them for precision. It's very hard because you're under a microscope when you go into Gaza. How do yes. you do that? How do you infiltrate? You'd have to collaborate with the Egyptians. Um, it would be impossible. But but Israel has become casualty averse. So casualty averse that I hate to say it, the army's fat and unfit and maybe lazy. I, th I think actually, in that respect, it's very similar to the U.S. military oh, as well. Yes, um, you and I, I did, did hard. Yeah. I, I hope maybe the boss can show some of our our archive. Um, the boss being our producer, um, whom we depend for this wonderful show. Um, we did a, a, a thing about the military, military, yeah, opposing these the American military with the Chinese and the Russian. The Russian, yeah, we did that. Do you remember? And, and and the fact of the matter is that the whole Western military has got soft, and that includes Israel, which is one of the big. That's for the same reason uh, we hmm. suspect the intelligence of being recruit uh, compromised because recruiting is is a egalitarian uh, thing, just like any government department or increasingly the private sector, where recruiting is not for merit but for uh, window dressing yeah, for social justice, yeah. work social justice. Do, do you accept it costs life? It costs life, social justice. It does. Oh, it totally does. Yeah, 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 yeah. The the the, the wokery thing is is totally Lethal. corrosive. Yeah, to 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 our well being, and, and people will die and have died because of it, Alana, and more will. Do you would you agree? What's your thoughts on Gaza itself? Is it like some of the Palestinian type people say? It's an open air prison camp. Yeah. Prison camp, and we're put under this. Terrible pressure. So, why are you surprised if we respond? How do you? What's your thoughts on when you hear that argument? You and I were just mentioning that Gaza was handed over with all the the um, with all the goodwill in the world. Um, I know it wasn't perfect, but I would I like you. I was against it. Mm. Um, mm. I was against dismantling people who had legitimately homesteaded their mm. land, were providing employment, were growing. Um, Flowers for export in the in the in the desert. There's something yeah. almost poetic mm -hmm. about it, and providing Gazans with with jobs. I mean, there was there was jobs in all those hot houses that the uh, Yeshuv was was providing. So, you know, there was an opportunity to 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 create a prosperous society. I think I think it's very difficult because why? Because of fear and the left and the 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 uh, anti-Semitic. Um, 
Mm. Ray Bird Wright is going to say, well, it's Israel's fault they won't open the border. They won't let everybody come and go uh, from Gaza. That's the only way people, free immigration, blah, 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 unfettered immigration. But people are afraid, are afraid just of this, this thing that they have not defended against. They elect uh, Hamasniks. Hamas is, yes. uh, is democratically elected, although I hear these uh, crazy top bananas um, from Israel saying that, oh, we have to help the Gazans and replace their regime and do all that, that Americans have. But they elect us. Um, and mm. so the Egyptians, let's, let's, let's speak about the Egyptians, are as fearful for their people. Um, mm. Don't want to yeah. open the border. They could open. Uh, Egypt is, is an enormous country. They could open uh, the Gazan borders from their side. Jordan could. Good, yeah. I am still. I'm still. I'm old enough to remember King Hussein, not the, the latter Hussein, but his his father, the yeah. dashing dashing king who married uh, an American, um, against whom an, a Palestinian uprising was instigated. Mm. He had to put down, he massacred the Palestinians because the refugee uh, that he let into his um, into his remit, yeah. Yeah. Uh, he had to put them down. So there's fear. It doesn't help, it doesn't answer the question, but there's fear from Jordan, Israel, and Egypt to open up Gaza. It's, it's mm -hmm. a horrible quagmire. Do, do you think the particular conflict we've seen this last couple of days, do you think geopolitically that could expand regionally, Alana, or do you think it will kind of um, distill back down and more or less stay? What's your sense of uh, happenings on the northern you, know, you see, I, you and I see stuff very, very similar. I think the neocons and whatnot are very keen for war with Iran. Yes. Iran is the thing that they're after. And and I think they would love to bring circumstances about that could, yes. could cause that. So um, to, to me, it's I, I just find it... It's, it, it, it's yes. very difficult. This could be much worse. You see this Ukraine-Russia thing? This is like nothing compared to what could happen in the region if more parties for example if hezbollah pile in from lebanon is that not going to cause a lot of trouble for the idf i mean do, do you think they could handle hezbollah ranks joining because especially if they if they level gaza could that just trigger the whole thing i think that's legitimate but i think there's much there's something i think they will handle uh, the north now i mean now that they're on alert that won't be a, such a problem. They will handle the North. But I am, I'm intrigued by geopo geopolitics and generally what's been happening and the undercurrent and how the mm -hmm. U.S. is exerting a malign force once again. You can tell me if I'm biased, but what, what, what has been happening is that Saudi Arabia and where have you gone? I'm here. I'm here. I'm just getting there. <laughs> I need a cable. Just keep talking. Oh, okay. So uh, Saudi Arabia and, and, and Israel were um, at the behest of the United States were forming this axis, yeah. um, you know, and there's been a heavy promotion, mm -hmm. you know, at the behest of, I like to say, maybe Brett Baer and the, the, and, uh, <laughs> the United States because Fox yeah. News has been yeah. promoting the kingdom like it's Disneyland on the desert, you know. I mean, it's yeah. the wickedest yeah. of all Arab nations. Yeah, it's oh, Saudi yeah. Arabia. As we speak, yeah. they're beheading uh, often innocent oh, yeah. prisoners. Yeah. As we yeah. speak, so yeah. um, 
that was happening. Saudi Arabia was making noises like it might recognize the Jewish state, but even more ominous to the neoconservatives. And this is interesting. What was happening was Saudi Arabia on the BBC reported and Iran had begun to, to speak. Yep. Did you know that? And so... Yep. Um, yeah. yeah, so... It's I like think that every time... I think it's very important to, to someone who who comes from a paleo-libertarian perspective like myself, and I'd say you are a paleo-conservative, um, it's very important to see regional powers emerge and mm. for America mm. to, dis, to uh, divest its malign influence. And But this mm. is what the neoconservatives do not want to happen. Exactly. They do yep. not want to see Russia was involved with Syria, with, with keeping yep. things protecting Christians in Syria, the Alawites and the Russians got on well. America didn't like it. Uh, McCain went to Syria and was posing with ISIS, you know. Yeah, that's right. He was <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Remember. Yeah. Uh, so any regional, and now you have the Saudis and the Israelis talking, um, and you have the Iranians and the Saudis. What happens when regional forces uh, begin to emerge? Israel is a force to be reckoned with, an economy, an economic yep. might, a military might. There's advantage for peace in the region if all these powers who have their own egos, Russia included, are allowed to negotiate and to, to, to hammer out agreements between themselves. But the American, American neoconservative doesn't want it. Exactly right. And that's, you just said the word peace there. And that's what we talked about back in February 2022 as well, peace. And all I hear from the, the, the war pigs, you know, all of them, mostly in the, in, 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 obviously in, in DC, um, they don't talk about peace. They want yeah. to see Gaza yeah. obliterated. They want devastation. They want death. They, they, like Hamas. Isn't, yeah. it, isn't it interesting that Hamas was sidelined by these these uh, forces, these geopolitical forces happening, Hamas is a terrorist, um, you know, one could argue, yeah. do, do you bring them in? But they were sidelined by Saudi Arabia, Israel, yeah. Iran, Saudi Arabia, Russia, sidelined, and then they act. They act to bring bring attention uh, to, to their cause and to their anger and their, their hate. But America seems to be also always agitated against a regional yeah. peace diplomacy, and we should also, I'm sure you remember that we should credit Israel for from the get-go refusing to sell their dome, their um what's the, what's the, the, oh, iron, the iron dome, the iron dome to yeah. Ukraine, refusing yep. to to allow the United States to, you know, to even send uh, batteries for the dome um mm. you know that were under its control to Ukraine continuously up until today offering to negotiate peace between the Russians and Ukraine. Israel's tried to do that. Mm, mm. And then I think they got the phone call from from DC, you know, the from the White House. Quit. Keep quiet. Well, it, it's all it's almost like, you know, all, all roads may lead to Rome, but all evils ultimately seem to lead to DC, which I mean we've talked about NATO, the axis of evil. I mean, honest to goodness, that we're right in that. This is right what we're saying. I'm not saying everybody, but I'm just saying that there's a malignant force. And at this as we're recording this, Alana, and as this goes out in the next day or two, and people watch us, you know, all I just see is hatred and warmongery. And I also I see sensible people, otherwise sensible people, getting really, really caught up in this, really invested because of essentially the Fox 
neo con um that 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 sort of warmongery uh, agenda you know, it's then, almost it's almost sexual it's a porn it's a form of porn and that's that's yeah. uh, what what certainly got my syndication my syndication um canceled when i described these heaving uh, blonde beauties on fox uh, agitating for war every little war. bit of how they sold the poor the war porn the channel yeah. war porn now i'm not saying they're not sincere in there but it, there seems to be a, a a the need for a certain level of arousal uh in a very technology saturated society we don't do much physical and so there needs to be a need to keep raising levels of arousal well well yeah and what better way than to watch all these videos again very you know very very visual stimulation of slaughter of slaughter the very thing that we should all be opposing uh, yeah second thing I'm, i've got to watch i've got a, i've got a, a, an eye on the clock here and i i, I don't I, I know this we could talk about this one although yes. I, we are definitely aligned in this one let's um, let's do you want you, you need to run um let so, let's should we uh, you want to, to wrap things up with with a word or how so i've got my american yes, colors yes. and my uh, israeli colors on but what do you feel david is the relevance to to our countries britain and uh, america what how does this um this this terrible occurrence um how do you understand it from our perspective and and what meaning does it have well well, well for me from 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 a british perspective uh and as someone who's always seen themselves i suppose as a friend of israel and i have been for 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 a long time but what i see now alana and it's something that you saw through a long long time ago i see manipulation by the puppet masters in the background i see good people being um forced into choosing particular sides which they mightn't on reflection want to without a bit of thought i see people i see entire topics like the one we just spent half an hour talking about the complete failure or was it of 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 um, intelligence i see all this stuff being missed and that and makes the me failure of this if 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 the state has any duty is to uphold the natural rights the the, the leave me alone rights my right yeah. my right to live to be alive to to have my property and my right to my freedom that's the only neg- uh, negative rights that the state if it exists has to uphold so it's not only yeah. intelligence but the basic rights of the citizenry well can you know we that can we allow these shysters to forget that i think they're not remotely interested in that i'll be honest i know i don't i think they are shysters but they're not interested in doing the one thing that we would grudgingly give them the right to do look i lived for 40 years through terrorist campaign where you i lived book, in you wrote a book about yeah i wrote a book about it. And, and and you know I, can't, i mean i've i mean my view on terrorists is very very simple take them out erase them i'm very clear in that take there. them out but do not you know oh. uh, collective punishment we just cannot sanction but and alana i'm so glad you just said that because i've seen people i, I put a tweet out the other day on collective punishment being wrong and i got absolutely uh, yeah people saying oh people being caught up in the emotion not using their intelligence saying no 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 it's time to go in and just erase gaza and that's collect- and collective punishment is wrong from any don't you think from there's no there, there's no case there's for ne- there's never in, in, in you no can as i as i said you know um 
the axiom of non-aggression uh, in the libertarian. That's the only thing that's important. We have nothing to say about woke. We have nothing to say about 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 global warming. We've got nothing to say about anything. Yeah. The libertarian philosophy pivots, as my mentor uh, Walter Block taught me, the best of ever on the non-aggression axiom. Your you you punish you punish only he who is responsible for murder. You don't you cannot. Um, yeah. You cannot do a calculus, a calculus of, of um, uh, casualties. You know, you cannot. Okay. And your your myths stop at my face. That's all. So killing others is is uh, is not something that's part of the calculus of the state. But so what about our our idea of special ops forces? Yes, there's going to yeah. be casualties, horrible casualties among the special ops. But that is their job. That's why we admire them, because they train to be the best and they train to go in there and take out the bad boys. And I remember a time when Israel mm -hmm. did that to perfection, like mm -hmm. the engineer. Do you remember the engineer suddenly blow, was, was phoning, was in a phone booth and suddenly the engineer was a famous yeah. um, Fatah yeah. terrorist. I think he was a Fatah, famously blowing up here and there. Take, yeah. take the culprits out, Yes, but, but yes. nobody yes. else. But not collective punishment, and, and, it is, and, and it's going to be a bloodbath. It's going to be a bloodbath. Yeah, the, the bit that worries me is, and we'll wait and see what happens, Alana, in the next couple of days. But it it doesn't augur well. Um, cr the creation of a bloodbath in Gaza will will not assist. I think uh, bringing about the only thing that really matters, and that is some kind of some sort of peace, some regional peace. You no, know, let's not even use the the um, word peace because it's it's so idealized and so um, uh, you know it's almost uh, a fantasy. Peace is almost a fantasy. Mm. Let's talk about the giving America leaving the Middle yeah, East, yeah. being yeah, just, just being yeah. a godfatherly um, yeah. overseer and leaving these regional powers, encouraging them um, to to to. Um, forge diplo diplomatic relations between them. There's all the incentive in the world. War mm -hmm. is not is good only for the state. It's not good for the citizens, and the citizens will turn on the state, which mm -hmm. is what will happen to Bibi. Um, yes. So, so we won't even talk about idealized terms um, like peace. Let's just talk about regional powers, letting them emerge, letting Russia, Syria, um, Saudi Arabia, mm -hmm. Jordan, Egypt and Iran, Shia and Sunni, uh, Shia is a minority in... On, on your point of principle, I, I completely agree. The best thing that could happen would be for the US to get its nose out of the region, let, let regional powers do what regional powers will always do, and that's healthy. But 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 that's it. But I mean, that's I, I think that might be a bit idealistic as well. I might you say think? you think you don't think that's the natural equilibrium that that's oh, it is. It, it absolutely if, is. If, yeah. uh, Rome, if Rome, the decaying, degenerate Rome steps away and lets more vital powers start, it's in their interest. No, because it's not in the interest of the degenerate, decaying Rome. That's a real problem. And that may be a topic that we can return to when we come back on our next hard truth. Yeah. But one, one, one last yeah. thing for in terms of the United States, how why I feel strongly about. Um, this message, I feel that to bring it back to treason, we began with treason, yeah, we did. Yeah. people of Israel. I 
I feel that a treason is committed, and you can you can just uh, say a word about Britain. In the United States, the same um, magnitude of treason and, and onslaught against the population is committed by the powers that, that be on a daily drip, drip, drip basis yeah. in terms of racial murders and maimings and the, op the prying open of the borders to allow yeah. this yeah. And, the, and, the, and the opening of the jails and the inversion of law and order. I feel that what Israel has suffered, Americans suffer on a drip, drip daily basis. And I would I would simply say that the British people do it in exactly the same way. We are but we are betrayed on a daily basis, and 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 that's again it speaks something about the state of our so-called democracies. It speaks volume about that. But listen, we're going to have to wrap this one up, Alana. Our time is gone. It's really always been wonderful spending a, a, oh, you know, a sober really hour with you, David. Yeah, and it's an absolute pleasure. And, and, and folks, we've had a bit of a break in hard truth, but you know, uh, these conversations are, I think, like some, so important, so crucial. Yes, uh, well, we'll be back when both of us uh, sort out all those other issues we're working on. Yes, when we are. Oh, so your let, book and me, my books. <laughs> and Dave, yes, so Alana uh, and everybody, thanks so much for listening to us. And of course, and we, we, we are with the people of Israel and, and yeah. anyone who's suffering. Um, as they are, uh, we, we, we send our condolences. Yeah, absolutely, Alana. As I say, the, the sanctity of human life remains uh, complete, and any violation of it has to be, um, you know, treated uh, in, in the most vigorous possible terms. And sympathies for for all of those affected. So, look, that's it, folks, from Alana and myself for tonight. Uh, we shall return, as we said. And in the meantime, thanks so much for watching and listening. And please share this. Bye now.